church, let's stand and worship together.
All right, did you guys go to the fireworks? Yeah, it was awesome, right? I wish I would have been on the other side of the pond there and seen that reflection hit it, and that was awesome, but I was like right under them, and it was loud and awesome. But we just thank you guys so much for all the contributions you made towards the fireworks to make it such an awesome success. We had so many people here. I'm gonna say 22,000, but um, I don't think it was quite that many, but I know some of the neighbors were really, really happy with all the noise. So um, if that was the goal, we achieved it, but we are really just grateful for that, and we'll see you guys next year back at, at this time, um, celebrating what we just did the weekend before, because it's gonna be awesome again next year, we hope. But um, if you have your phones, pull them out and check into Facebook and invite your friends to come with you either next week or to join us online today because we have an awesome guest speaker and um, he's just got a great thing to share with us this morning. So just type in salemfields.com slash live and they can join in on the fun today. Um, and if you're a first time guest, we do welcome you here this morning and we have a gift for you that you can pick up on your way out. There's a little um, table there with a banner next to it. You can ask any questions you might have about the church and um, also, it's just an amazing gift. You won't believe it. So, um, And if you have uh, your program there with you, you can pull out the connection card and fill that out. That's just where you can write any prayer requests you might have or any questions or any um, requests for information, and we'll get back to you with that as soon as possible. And let's see, in a few moments, we're going to take our tithes and offering. And if you are a guest, we don't want you to feel like you have to participate in that. You're definitely welcome to, but this is a way that we make these things happen, like the fireworks and um, all the things that go on around here. Those tithes and offerings are put to good use and um, for things like missions trips and things that we do in the schools and different things like that. And it is just a really important um, part of following Christ I found in my life. So the buckets are going to come during the next song and you can um, put in check or cash there. There's a debit and credit machines or you can go online um, or through your app. There's ushers all around in the green shirts. You can ask them if you have any questions about how to do that. And we do have some things coming up this weekend. Um, actually today after the service, we have some classes that are starting. Um, the classes are Community Disciplines, Gifts, and Life's Mission. And if you want to know what those are about, the best thing to do is look in your little um, handout in your program there, and it will have all the information about what the classes are. There's a class about um, joining the church and who Salem Fields um, is, and then just other awesome opportunities there. Lunch is provided and childcare is provided as well, so you don't even have to worry about them. But that will be following the services. And if you have more questions, you can stop by the small groups table. Rich will be there, and he'll answer any questions you might have about that. And another class we have coming up is Financial Peace. This is um, the Dave Ramsey curriculum that has helped many, many people find their way out of debt or just to be able to save up a lot of money and become millionaires. So if you take this, you're going to be a millionaire after it. Kelly made that promise to me, so... I don't know why we haven't all taken it yet, but it, it definitely is an awesome class, and Rich can give you more information about that. There's an awesome teacher, and that's going to meet starting this Tuesday at 7 p.m. every Tuesday there, um, but he'll give you more information on that. And then um, an awesome thing we have coming up in our weekend services, pardon me, on September 28th and 29th in all three of our services, we're going to have the legendary comic Bone Hampton. He will be here for every service, and I have not personally seen him, but um, Kelly and Tone, who are very, very easy to make laugh, clearly, um, they loved him. He was here for a WPER event, um, 
I don't know how long ago, but at some point, not in the too far past. And he's been on things like America's Got Talent, where he made it to the judges' cut, but not beyond that. So he's got a lot to work on. I'm just kidding. He's been around for many, many years. He's been on The View. Um, he's been on like Ellen, all different. There's some television shows. I can't remember it all, clearly. But it is in your program in the announcement sheet that you have there. And if you um, just check that out to see all the events that are coming up. The last thing I'll tell you is we have Men's Advance coming up in just a couple weekends. And we have a video here to show you about the man that's going to be coming to speak at that. Hi, my name is Jeff Fernandez. And I'm privileged and honored to be the guest speaker at this year's Salem Fields Men's Advance Retreat. It's going to be a great weekend, and I'm looking forward to spending time with you, spending time with the brothers there at Salem Fields, and at the same time, and above all, being able to spend a focused time with God. It's going to be a great opportunity for us to focus on, on men-specific situations and, and, and talk about men-specific things, uh, talk about what it takes to be a spiritual man in the context of the body of Christ, and at the same time, uh, what it takes to really get connected with God. Again, if you haven't uh, registered or haven't considered going, please talk and, and, and reach out to Pastor Buddy and his staff and do whatever it takes to be there. Thank you, and I hope to see you guys soon. God bless.
isn't it awesome that we have a God that, that because of him, that nothing is impossible? Uh, like we, could be, we could be faced with just the toughest situations of our life, and we can think that we're trapped there, but yet God loves us so much that he has made it possible to get over those circumstances. I, I, I think that's just an awesome thing to celebrate. I love that song so much that you know, no matter what hold, trying to hold us down, those chains can be broken. And so that's what we're going to worship today. We're just so grateful that you're here at Salem Fields Community Church. Let's just bow our heads and pray. Heavenly Father, we come before you, Lord. We're thankful for your love. We're thankful for your, your grace and your mercy, Lord. You're, we're thankful for your presence here this morning with us, Lord. Lord, I pray over these next few moments, Lord, that you'd speak to our hearts, speak to our minds. Touch us, Lord, through your message today. Whether we're worshiping online or in the cafe or throughout the building, Lord, would you just have your way in our lives this morning? Would you, would you fill us with your spirit, Lord, and, and would you use Logan to speak to us today your message of hope and how to share the good news? Lord, I, I pray right now that we would just allow ourselves to not be distracted by what's going to happen after church, where we're going to lunch, what football game we got to go watch. Lord, that we could just be focused in on these next moments, Lord, to you. And Lord, that you'd have your way. For it's in Jesus' name we pray this morning. Amen. Thank you. You can be seated. Well, good morning. Welcome to Salem Fields this morning. We are uh, so honored to have a special speaker with us this morning. And we want to thank um, uh, America uh, Mobility um, for making it possible for uh, Logan to, to come up on stage with us this morning um, by the donation of the, the ramp. Um, but it's my honor and my privilege um, to introduce Logan Cannon to you all. Um, Logan is a Salem Fielder. He, is, uh, he was uh, raised here at Salem Fields. Um, I had the privilege of of watching him grow up. Um, I had the, the privilege of volunteering with his dad, who was probably my best friend. Um, and his mom was part of the worship team. And, um, and so it's just a, it's a great honor to have Logan come and share his story of hope today with all of us. And, um, and his, uh, he has two guests. They went back to the hotel to kind of pack things up, so they left me in charge of Logan. So you'll, well, you'll be okay, I hope. Um, and, uh, and, uh, and they'll be back, but they, they uh, Zach and Melissa, they're great people. They uh, drove Logan up from Pensacola, Florida, so he's joining us. Would you all make him feel welcome this morning? Good morning. Well, it's a morning or afternoon. It's morning in Florida, so I don't know. I'm still on Florida time. Time. But um, I'll make this short and sweet so y'all can go and watch whatever football game y'all want to. Uh, I know down in South, where I'm from, I know uh, NFL is not a huge uh, necessity. It's all college uh, down where I'm at. So uh, go Gators. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if y'all. I know a lot. I see a lot of Redskins, a lot of uh, that. Where I'm from is a lot of Jacksonville Jaguars. So. Uh, Hopefully we have a decent year this year, other than the couple years when we uh, lost to the Patriots, but we don't talk about that. But anyways, um, but I'm glad y'all are here. I'm glad y'all um, took time out of y'all's busy schedule to go here and listen to me babble and uh, uh, just talk about um, what God has done for me and just to share my testimony. But I just want to open up in prayer and then uh, we'll get down to the nitty gritty. Uh, dear me, Father, thank you for this wonderful day you've given us, Lord. Father, I thank you that you opened up your home for all of us to 
listen, hear the hear the gospel, which is the good news. Father, I pray that you will forgive us for our sins that we've done because we're not perfect in no sins, but we all know who is perfect, and that's you, Father. And Father, I pray this in your precious son's name. Amen. So just uh, about me personally, uh, like I said, I was born in Pensacola, Florida, uh, 23 years old. I've gone through some stuff that no 20, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't, I would not want any 23-year-old to go through, but, you know, God has a plan for all of us, and we just have to trust in Him. So, uh, I'm a son to two great parents and two sisters. Uh, I don't want to say great. I don't want to give them that much praise. Um, Good thing they're not here, or I was going to come up here and smack me in the back of the head, so I'm able to say that. But, um... Like I said, I'm, I'm just blessed to be with a uh, family and just have a church friends and ju- I'm just beyond blessed to be uh, to know the people that I know now. Um, but fast forward to around 2006, uh, my, fa- my father was uh, gifted with a job opportunity as an x-ray tech manager uh, to be uh, the head x-ray tech over in Leeds Hill. Uh, back then, it was just the medical uh, imaging center, but now it's uh, grown to be a legit hospital hospital with it, with uh, emergencies and uh, all the necessities to be a uh, hospital. And uh, mom and uh, dad came in uh, approached me and my uh, my two sisters, Sydney and Shay, and told us, "Hey, uh, Dad was uh, has been offered a job in uh, Fredericksburg, Virginia, and uh, he's considering taking the job." So uh, we didn't exactly know what that was going to entail. So we just prayed about it and uh, just trusted that this was part of God's plan. And uh, so we all just decided that. Uh, this would just be a great opportunity for him to further his career. So we all decided to go. So we all packed up, headed up to uh, Fredericksburg around 2006. And it was a it was a challenge for uh, our family, not just for me and my two sisters, but it was mainly a challenge for uh, my mom and dad because they grew up, they were born and raised in the Pensacola area, and especially for mom and uh, my dad, and my mom called my grandma and she said, Ma- "Mama, I I don't know what to do. I- I'm just mad that uh, God took took away uh, my family. It's just a long, just a long ways away, and I I I just don't know what to do, and." Uh, my uh, mom, my grandma, she was like, just have faith, because this is God's plan, and you, you just have to have trust that he knows what he's doing. And so, uh, fast forward to 2012, uh, me, my two sisters, uh, in that time frame, have grown up spiritually, matured, uh, maturely, uh, physically, just playing sports being the most athletic out the two. 
Uh, I can still say that because they're not here. Uh, but growing up in those years, we've uh, grown up coming to Salem Fields. We tried out different churches and just didn't feel like home, at home. But we came to Salem Fields and we, we hit it off with Buddy, Gay, Jason, Jody, others, mom joined the uh, praise team. Uh, I was uh, much in uh, connected with the student ministry when uh, uh, I got when a leader named Nick Ingle was still here. Um, but we were just we were all just connected with Salem Fields because when we first came here, we we just hit it off with everyone. Uh, Dad was the uh, head emergency uh, security guy, and he uh, he touched a lot of people that came here. And so fast forward to 2012, my sophomore year in high school, uh, I started going, playing baseball and football. And when it came to what I wanted to do, the uh, high school came to my middle school and it was kind of like a career day. This is kind of like uh, what we do over like different clubs in the high school. And the one thing that really caught my eye was the JRTC unit. And so from high school and until I wanted to graduate, I wanted to serve in the military. And so freshman, uh, sophomore, junior, and senior, I was in the ROTC unit. And so uh, 2012, my sophomore year in high school at Orange County High School, uh, I got a call, my, well, my coach got a call, and we were on our way to our baseball game, and he asked me, hey, what's your, what's your dad's number? So I gave him my dad's number, and he said, okay, because uh, he called me, just wanted to talk, and he was going to meet us over at the baseball field to pick up the equipment. And so we all went to the baseball field to pick up our equipment because we were all going to go to Madison County for the baseball game. And the varsity coach came up on the uh, bus and said, Logan Ken, I need you to get off the bus and meet your dad. And I'm like, yes, sir. And so I got off the bus and my dad came up to me and said, Logan, don't be, don't be worried, but Sydney was in a bad car accident and broke uh, several bones in her leg including her fibula and just a couple other bones. And I said, okay, do I need to go with you? Like, what do I need to do? He said, no, just go play your game. Call me after your game's done. I'm like, yes, sir. And so after the game was done, I went to one of my best friend's moms, said, hey, can I call my dad? He wanted me to call him after the game was over. She said, yeah, absolutely. So I called him. I said, hey, how's everything going? He said, everything went well. She's just got a surgery, she's resting. She just broke a lot of uh, places in her leg and it's gonna be a long process. So I'm like, all right, uh, let me, just let me know what to do. And he said, uh, a friend is gonna take, bring me and my little sister over to the hospital once the varsity game is over. So I was like, all right, cool. And so my other best friend's mom 
picked me and my little sister Shay up, took us over to the hospital, and uh, took us into the little waiting room where it was my mom, it was my best friend's mom, it was Jason uh, and Pastor Buddy, and we were just waiting on the um, the doctors to come in and tell her what's up. And so me and my sister sat, and my mom uh, took me and my little sister by the hand and said, I don't know how to tell you all of this, but your dad uh, was getting your was getting Sydney's x-rays, and yeah, he collapsed and died. And I looked at her, and I was like, what? Needless to say, my family likes to pull pranks. And I'm like, all right, this is just some cruel joke to get, lift up our spirits. And I saw, I saw the look that mom gave me, and I'm like, this, this isn't, she's not joking. She's actually telling me that my, my father just passed away. And she said, yeah, she, he went to go and get Cindy's x-rays and went through the emergency doors and collapsed from a block clot in the heart that caused a heart attack. And it, it took all, it took all my, it took all my self-power not to turn that hospital upside down because I was, because at the time when he told me, I mean, obviously I was sad, but I, I, but I wasn't, I was mad. I was mad that God took away a devout Christ follower, a father, a son, a husband, a brother, and a great friend of people just with, with Jason, just with, everyone here at Salem Field. And the nurse that was has been taking care of us was like, Logan, you can go out and do whatever you need to do. Just don't just don't punch anything. And so I went outside and the first thing I wanted to punch was the wall. And uh, I just I just got on my knees and I just I just yelled and cried to God, why? Why did you take away uh a person who believed in you, that raised two children to believe in you. And uh, I just, I talked to Jason, I talked to Buddy, and I just I just got to the point to where I, I kind of got over my angerness, and then I was just sad, and then I just got to the point to where I was like, this was God's plan. And even though this was just an unfortunate situation, this was, this was God's plan, and even though I can be mad at God, all I want, he, he's a big boy. He, he can take it and spew it back at me. That'll be benefit to everyone in my family. And so fast forward a month, it was after the funeral, it was me, my uh, little sister Shay, my mom, sat around the dinner table, and we were like, all right, what's uh What's our next step? Because my older sister, she was accepted into Liberty to be a nursing student. So obviously she wasn't going to turn that down. So she uh, decided to stay at Liberty with her boyfriend. And it was going to be me, my little sister, and my mom. We just decided it'd be best to just move back down to, down to Florida to be with my dad's parents, 
uh, my mom's parents and just everyone that uh, knew us. So we decided to go down and just live the rest of our lives down in Florida. And so we moved down and we decided we needed to decide where to go to high school. And so we narrowed we narrowed our high school decision down to three places because each place had, you know, people that we knew we grew up with. And so we decided to go to a high school that my cousin goes to and her and my sister Shay, they they're really close. And so that was just the logical place to go. And so I'll, now a personal decision was, all right, am I going to continue doing ROTC or what do I need to do? And so I decided to continue doing ROTC to continue to pursue my dream to go into the military. Uh, I still played football uh, my junior year. And then after my junior year, I decided to not play sports anymore. I decided just to devote all my time and energy to focus on ROTC. Uh, I was able to uh, become a, le a leader in ROTC, and I just and I felt like I couldn't be I couldn't be both devoted to ROTC and uh, sports together. So I just decided to do ROTC because. Even though I was athletic enough to hold my own in sports, I wasn't, I wasn't that athletic to get like a scholarship anywhere. And so I felt like I could get a scholarship in for ROTC. So I just devoted all my stuff, all my, all my time, all my dedication to ROTC. So at, after my junior year, I just decided to focus on ROTC on my senior year, and I needed to just figure out what I wanted to do because it was getting down to figuring out what I wanted to do. And so I had the, cho so I had the choices of going to either the Army or the Marine Corps, and all the recruiters for the Marine Corps and Army were pressing me hard because they saw what I can do, they saw what I can bring to the table, and so uh, I sat down with two recruiters, one for the Marine Corps, one for the Army, that really pushed me to really figure out which one I wanted to do. And so I got really close with the Army recruiter, and, and I just felt like the Army, the Army was, it felt like me. So I went to Mobile, Alabama, and did everything I needed to do for MAPS. Uh, I passed my ASVAB, I passed my physical. So, uh, so after high school, I was ready to go. I was ready to serve in the, ar in the Army as a Cavalry Scout. So April 19th of 2014, uh, two months before graduation, that was kind of our, that was kind of our time uh, in the ROTC to kind of just get away and just get ready for graduation and the next stage of life. And so we all went to uh, a local river about a few miles away from the high school and a buddy of mine and I were throwing the football around and just made a, uh, a friendly wager saying, whoever dropped the football had to dive in the water. And I'm from Pensacola, Florida. I'm 15 minutes away from the Gulf of Mexico, so I've dove before. 
So diving was not the first for me. So that day, uh, I was we were throwing the football and one of uh, and I dropped the football and he he and I dove in the water and I thought it was shallow enough and I was and it I was wrong. I dove and I shattered the C4 vertebrae of my spinal cord. And when I did that, I was face down in river water for two minutes. And I just thought to myself, I'm like, is this God's plan for me? Is this how I'm gonna, is this how I'm, am I gonna die? So I blacked out and then when I woke up, I woke up on the side of the beach with just a bunch of people around me asking me a bunch of questions. And fortunately, and fortunately there was an EMT that was fishing and he saw what happened and he rushed over and was helping uh, just everyone just uh, getting together and figuring out what was going on. And so he was saying, Logan, can you feel this? Logan, can you feel that? And I'm like, no, I can't. And I heard him say possible, partial paralysis, uh, possible paralysis. And so at the time I was just in shock because I didn't know what was going on. And I didn't think about paralysis being what, I, what the diagnosis would I be in today. So they got me from the beach to the uh, local hospital. They prepped me up for surgery and they put me in a medically induced coma for a couple of days. And when I woke up, the uh, doctors came to me. It was the doctor, it was my mom, and it was some of the nurses and some of the family members that they allowed in. And the doctor came up to me and said, Logan, you are paralyzed from the chest down. You have no arm movements, you have no leg movements. You have no feeling from the chest down and basically you won't be able to live a normal life. So when he told me that, I, I, I couldn't tell him the thoughts that I wanted to tell him, like the words I wanted to tell him because I couldn't because I had a bunch of tubes in me. And of course they were Christian thoughts uh, but um, I gave my mom a look and she knew exactly what I was thinking. And she said, uh, doctor, who was the best spinal surgeon in the area? She said, dog, you know what that looked for? And he said, no. He said, if you knew Logan, you know how stubborn he is. You know that that faith means that you're wrong. And it was about a week. They kept me in the ICU for about a week. Uh, I had to get off the ventilator and they took me in a kind of a rehab physical uh, facility right behind the ICU hospital just in case something happens. And then when it was my time to kind of progress out of, out of that, we needed to figure out what was next. And so what was next was figuring out an institution for me to do physical and occupational therapy. And there was one uh, institution in Atlanta and there was one in Jacksonville that was a top notch for spinal cord injuries. And we were pressing hard to try to get me to go in there, but because of insurance, it, it just wasn't gonna happen. And so we didn't know what else to do. So a friend of ours who was a Hagi Shriney 
He said, hey, because what I can do, we can get him to go to a very good spinal uh, OT, PT institution. And we were like, great, where is it at? And it's in Philadelphia. And I'm like, Philadelphia. And he said, yeah. And I'm like, okay. Uh, is there nowhere, nowhere place closer that I don't have to basically see a huge culture shock? He said, no, you're just gonna have to suck it up. I'm like, fine, I'll suck it up. And so when I, got, when I went to Philadelphia, uh, when I thought the culture would be completely different, I was right. It, it, it's not the Bible Belt in no way. So I saw things that I never thought I would see, um, but I was, I was very blessed to be there because uh, I, I had no idea how life would be like if I did go to these top-notch places in Atlanta and in Jacksonville. So I spent about 63 days in Philadelphia doing uh, strict uh, physical therapy and occupational therapy. And after that 63 days, they said, uh, they said Logan, uh, we kept you uh, to, to a point where we think we can send you back home uh, to be with family and continue doing uh, PT and OT with your local rehab. And just like, so I was like, all right, cool. So uh, I'm living with my mom and my uh, stepfather and doing PT and OT over at the local hospital. And uh, after about a month or two, me, my mom, and my stepdad sat down and we were like, all right, what's next? Uh, you're going to PT, you're going to OT. Obviously they can't keep you, they can't keep you forever. And of course you're not wanting to just stay at the house the whole time. And we just decided what I needed to do to pass the time. So the one thing that I did not want to do after high school was go to college. Guess what I'm doing? <laughs> I'm going to college. And if you knew me, I am not a book person. I'll, I'll leave that up to Sydney and Shay. They're more of the book knowledge gurus. I'm more of the sports fanatic guru. So I needed to figure out what I needed, what I wanted to do in college. And I had a friend who was a softball. She's in the same situation I am. And she's, she was a softball coach. So I'm like, all right, I can do this, be a baseball coach, be a basketball coach. Um, so that's what I'll go and be, uh, go to college for, get my sports management degree so I can be a coach uh, at like a high school. But in Florida, you have to be a certified teacher. So I'm like, great. What do I, what subject could I possibly be good at to teach? So I'm like, eh, I was all right in history, so I can escape by being, doing history. So uh, the first couple years, I was trying to get my nerd history degree, and that wasn't working out. So I'm like, all right, what do I want to do now? So I had a, I had a local, I had a, a uh, therapist come to me and say, hey, do you mind come speaking to my uh, youth group? So I'm like, yeah, sure, no problem. 
So I went there, I went to their church, sp spoke to their youth group, and then one thing led after another. I've spoken to a bunch of other youth groups. I'm like, okay, maybe this is God's plan for me to be a speaker. Uh, and coming from someone who was a major introvert, someone who was not a people person, um, having to get out of my comfort zone. So I'm like, all right, maybe this is something that God has placed on my heart to be. So right now I'm just getting my general studies to be a motivational speaker, to go out and speak to others. So this is kind of like, so this is where I'm at in my uh, testimony that I can come and talk to y'all about. And so I've spoken to uh, many groups, but there were four groups that I kind of want to touch base on. The first group was in uh, a men's group called Ordinary Men's at my church down in Pensacola. The, uh, the main guy wanted me to speak to the men's group. He, he came up to me and said, hey, Logan, you mind coming speaking to the men's group about your testimony and just kind of share a brief message? So I'm like, all right, cool. Let me think about a good topic uh, to kind of touch base on with a bunch of guys. And so the one thing that a lot of people have been calling me well, has been an inspiration. So I'm like, well, what does an inspiration really mean to a bunch of guys being leaders in their household? So I kind of figure out what I wanted to talk about, about when it came to inspirations. And just like I do with anything else, I Googled what the definition of inspiration means. And the definition of inspiration from Google means the process of being mentally stimulated to do or feel something, especially to do something creative. And so I'm like, all right, now in the Bible, what would be a good Bible verse for me to tag this along? So I found out uh, that Jeremiah 29:11, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. Now, if that Bible verse doesn't speak to me and speak to being an inspiration, I don't know what will. And so after I talked to them, uh, I had one of the guy's wives come up to me and said, hey, um, I heard about how well you did at the men's. I want you to come and basically do the same thing to a women's uh, group. So I'm like, all right, cool. What can I, what's something different that I can think about? And so... When I, when I was working, I worked with a local baseball team called the Pensacola Blue Wahoos, who are a, a, a farm team affiliated with the Cincinnati Reds. And so I'm an usher, and one of the coworkers came up to me and said, hey, do you mind telling me about what happened, what happened to your accident? So I told him, and he said, wow, I wish I had a pretty cool testimony, pretty story like yours. And so I, I told him, I'm like, well, your testimony is not my testimony. Your, your story is not going to touch someone like mine's going to touch to you. And so may, and I was thinking, okay, maybe that would be a good topic of, of discussion uh, to tell to the group. And so I Googled the definition of testimony. It said a public 
conversation or experience in a religious manner. And so I went to my Bible and I'm like, all right, what would be a good Bible verse to tag this along? And it was Psalm 66, 16 saying, come in here all who fear him and I would tell you everything that God has done for me. Now, if that one doesn't speak to me in my situation, is all these Bible verses that I've been speaking is just touching my heart to go and inspire others and just share my testimony with people. And now one of the, uh, now the wife who uh, asked me to speak to the women's group also does high school. And she said, Logan, I want you to come talk to your high to my high school group. And the topic was joy and happiness. And so I'm like, all right, how can I talk to a bunch of high school kids about being joy and happiness? And I thought about it and it was God can be found in different in difference between joy and happiness. And that is because happiness is an emotion in which we experience feelings ranging from contentment to satisfaction. And joy is just a lot more stronger and a lot more everlasting. And so I figured that happiness is short-term and joy is long-term. And so you can be happy about a lot of things. I'm happy about when the Florida Gators win. So they won last night, so I'm happy about that. Um, but that's not going to bring me everlasting joy because they're going to lose, and I'm not, I'm not going to be happy when they lose. So I'm thinking, so what's going to bring me joy? What I'm doing now brings me joy. Talking to you, talking to people about my testimony, inspiring others, and l having my words touching others, that's what's going to bring me joy. And so... I was thinking when I'm just sitting around, like, what other things can bring me joy? And so my mom would come up to me and said, say, Logan, if you could choose between being in your chair right now, talking to other people about your testimony or walking, being in the army and just being regular, which one would you choose? So I'm like, can I come back with you with that? And she said, yeah. And so I thought, I just sat in my room. I thought about it. I'm like, and I went back to her and I said, all right, I have your answer. She said, all right, what'd you come up with? I said, I would rather be in a chair. And she said, really? And I'm like, really? She said, why? And I said, because I can do, because I, if I, if I wasn't in the chair, I wouldn't grow spiritually. I, won't, I wouldn't grow maturely in faith because I would, because when I was walking, I wasn't doing anything like Christian young men should be doing. And I feel like in my situation, I feel like I've grown maturely, spiritually, that I can go out and touch, uh, touch others and grow them into what God has grown me to be. And she she was like, Logan, that, I don't know if you're just fibbing with me or, or is this like, this isn't the Logan canon that I knew before. And so I felt when she said that, I felt like, all right, this is something God is touching on my heart. 
And so to close this out, I, I want y'all to do something that no other preacher wants y'all to do. I want you guys to take out y'all's phones and whether you guys are on Facebook or anything like that, I want to put y'all, I want y'all to post this simple hashtag. It's called hashtag engage. Now, what hashtag engage means is go out and engage in gospel conversations with non-believers, uh, non-followers, and people with your, inside your family, friends, regular old Joes off the street that just needs words of encouragement, and to engage in gospel conversations because in today's society, in today's generation, especially when it comes to social media, all the negativity, we just need a great positive gospel push. And I believe with hashtag engage, that, that's gonna be just the step in the door that what we need as Christians to go out and embrace in the gospel. And if you're thinking about, Logan, how can I do that? There are three words that I wanna leave y'all with. And it's called know, show, and grow. And to get more in depth with that, what that means is know, know the word, show, show the word, and grow, grow the word. And if you're saying, Logan, how can I do that? And you just need to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, and he'll guide you to know how to know the word, show the word, and grow the word. And I, I wanna thank Buddy, I wanna thank Gay, I wanna thank Jason, I just wanna thank the whole Salem Fields family for letting me come back and share my testimony with a uh, message and I'm gonna close y'all in this uh, final prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this wonderful day that you've given us, Lord. Father, again, I thank you for opening up your home to have these people come and listen to the words that you've touched on my heart. Father, again, I pray that you would Forgive us for our sins that we've done today, that we've done all our lives, because none of us are near perfect. And I just pray that you would give us the testimonies, give us the words to go out and engage in the Gospels and know the Word, show the Word, and grow in the Word. And I pray that we, you would just take us out of this session and just go out and touch other people that need to be encouraged and touched through you father and this is jesus and i pray amen can be seated just for a moment but Logan you wanted to come and you wanted to motivate us and inspire us um, and you've done that God has used you this weekend in an incredible way and it's just so uh, such an honor to see how you've turned tragedy into triumph and how you've allowed what the bad things that have happened in your life to turn out and uh, allow God to be glorified through you and you've glorified God this weekend when you all agree with that
Amen. Yes. And I, I personally want to thank you for the sacrifice. I know 14-hour drive uh, to come here in a van and, uh, and your caregivers, and we just appreciate that, and you have inspired us. Uh, this is, uh, I've been in three services now. I was out there this time, but uh, it's been incredible to see how God has used you. I just remember you as this, uh, like you said, football fan and sports fan and, and to watch how God has grown you up into the man of God that you are. He's got a great future for you, and we're excited for that future for you. You know, and maybe you're here today and you realize, man, you know, I thought I had it bad in life. And uh, maybe today you've been inspired and encouraged to, in the midst of your difficult times, because we all go through difficult times, uh, to allow God to use those difficult times to inspire and engage in uh, gospel con uh, conversations with others and, uh, and know that uh, no matter the situation we face in life, God's not finished with us. He's not leaving us out to dry, hanging us out to dry. Uh, he wants to use our uh, difficult times as his testimony of his, gr uh, his grace in our lives. And so if you're going through a difficult time today, I just want to encourage you that God has promised he'd never leave us nor forsake us. And I always believe that everything works together for good, our good. I don't believe God causes bad things, but I believe he takes those things that happen in life because life happens, and He, uh, all things work together for our good and his glory. And this is certainly evidenced in Logan's life. And so I just want to encourage you today, wherever you're at in, those, in this uh, spot that you may be in life, if you're in that difficult spot, ask God, God, how can I engage uh, and show others your love through this difficult time that I'm experiencing in my life. And so let's uh, join together and pray together. Father, we thank you for Logan. And uh, God, we thank you for the testimony of your grace and goodness and power uh, in his life, Father. Lord, uh, I just know so many people who have given up when things like this happen in life, even when things less than this happen, God. So I thank you that Logan has come today uh, to be here, to be an inspiration, to inspire us to engage uh, with others and to share the good news, Father, uh, of your love and grace. And I just thank you so much for that. And I pray for those today that may be uh, here or in uh, worshiping online that are struggling today in a difficult spot in life. God, I pray that you would help us to uh, take uh, this story that uh, uh life story that uh, Logan has shared for us and may it inspire us to push through Lord to just know your word and and to uh, Lord to just be able to take that uh, show that uh, word through our lives to others and as we do that God may you grow us up in our relationship with you and with others so father I thank you for that and maybe you're here with all of our heads bowed and all of our eyes closed today and and maybe you don't know Jesus Christ uh, as your personal Savior you know, you can know Jesus, you can know God personally through his son, Jesus. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he sent his one and only son to die for us. And whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And today, if you're not guaranteed of that promise, that you will have eternal life, and, or maybe you've been a believer in your life somewhere along the line, and you've walked away from God and turned your back on him, and today you just want to come back to God. And I just want to encourage you today, if you're one of those two people today, I want to encourage you to pray this simple prayer with me with all of our heads bowed. This, 
the, it's the, the prayer won't save us, but the prayer is a prayer of repentance and, and asking God to forgive us and, and uh, inviting him to be our savior. But the prayer won't save us, but who we're praying to will. And his name is Jesus. So let's pray together if you'd like to receive Christ today. Just pray this prayer after me. You don't have to pray it out loud. Just pray it by faith. And here it is. Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe that you died on a cross for my sins. Father, I ask you right now to forgive me of my sins. Jesus, I ask you right now to forgive me of my sins. The Bible says we've all sinned, so uh, we're all in the same stinking, sinking boat without Jesus. So you just say, Jesus, forgive me for all of my sins. And then you just invite him. Jesus, I invite you into my heart today to be my Savior. Now, if you prayed that prayer, whether for the first time or you're asking God, uh, you've come back to God today and you're asking him today to forgive you, I just, and you prayed that prayer, just thank him right now. Jesus, thank you. Thank you for forgiving me. And maybe you're a Christian and a believer. Maybe still a good time to thank him for forgiving you. But Jesus, thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for being my Savior. Now, with all of our heads bowed and all of our eyes closed, just for your sake and uh, uh, just to kind of uh, make witness your first testimony that uh, you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior or you've come back to him. And with all of our heads bowed, and uh, Logan and I will be uh, maybe the two that are looking around and no one else. I don't want to do this to embarrass anyone. I want this to help you and to just solidify your testimony today. So you're going to just show us today uh, that you prayed that prayer and received Christ. With all of our heads bowed, if you prayed that prayer, would you slip up your hand? Anybody like that today? Would you just put your hand up? You can put it right back down. Yes. God bless you. Yes. God bless you. All across. Yeah, I'll see you in the back. Just put your hand up and right back down. Anybody else? One more time. If you're not. Yes, I see your hand. God bless you. Anyone else? Father, thank you, Lord, for those today who have made a commitment to you. Father, you have uh, forgiven them. And God, because they've asked, Father, you said that if we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that Christ was raised from the dead, the Bible says we shall be saved. And Father, each one today have acknowledged, acknowledged through their very first testimony that they have given their life to Christ. And Father, you have forgiven them and you are their Savior, Father. We thank you today for each one. Lord, we know today that there's a party in heaven tonight, today, Lord, because it says, Lord, when one of your people, one of your sheep come home, one of your sheep uh, uh, invite you into their life, there's a party in heaven. So we celebrate too today, God, and all that you've done here in this service this morning. And God, we thank you. And I pray that you'll be with each one, be with the, each one that has raised their hand today, and we'll give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Since there's a party in heaven, let's celebrate right here what God has done in our midst today. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Logan. You got a long drive home now. And, uh, and uh, just say with me one time, go Redskins. Go Redskins. All right. There you go. <laughs> God bless you, Logan. Hey, we want to take a love offering, right? We want to support Logan. Logan grew up in this church, and I really believe that God is going to use him all across the United States to share his testimony. And we want, to, we, we want to sow some seed into that. In other words, we want to throw some money at that, knowing that it's going for, uh, so that uh, he can engage others in the gospel conversation. 
And uh, so we've uh, taken a love offering in each service. You guys have been generous. If you're a guest today, we don't normally do two offerings unless we have somebody special here and uh, that's speaking. And so we'd like for you to sow into his ministry today and in his life. And he's still trying to push through to uh, become, uh, to, to, for his recovery. And uh, so maybe some of that money will go toward that. But we trust you, Logan, that you're going to use this to continue the work of the gospel. And uh, we want to be a part of that. And so would you give generously today? And uh, you can give a check right to Salem Fields. And you can put Logan at the bottom of it. You can just dump in all the cash you got in your pocket. Uh, uh, you can um, go out to the credit card, debit card machine. You can give there. If you're worshiping online, there's a little green button up there you can push. Or you can use your app to give. However you give, give with a cheerful heart. And knowing that God is going to use what you give today, that some people, people all across our nation are going to come to know Jesus. Who you know, you might even be traveling around the world one day. Logan, God has a plan for your life because you've been obedient. And I'm proud of you, man. Thank you. Okay, Father, thank you uh, for Logan and his ministry. Thank you for all that he has uh, endured and still, Lord, has the joy of the Lord in his heart today. God, he came here to engage us with the gospel good news, and Father, he's done that. So bless him, bless him, uh, he and his uh, caregivers as they travel back home today, Lord. I pray that you would watch over them and bless them, Lord. And I pray this offering, God, will just exceed anything we can even imagine, Father, and that you would uh, multiply it, Lord, uh, and may it be used uh, to further your kingdom and to help bring quality of life into Logan's life. Thank you for his family. Uh, thank you for Kim. And God, thank you for the legacy that Brett has left here at Salem Fields Community Church. He's a good man. He was a good man, Lord, and I know that He's there in heaven with you now. We're thankful for that. And we're thankful, Lord, for those who gave their life to Christ today. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, we're going to take an offering in just a minute. We're going to worship with our last song, and you can give. And um, uh, let's see, one other thing I wanted to say. Hey, uh, if you receive Christ today, there's a little table out there that says accepted Christ. And we'd love for you to stop by there and uh, pick up your uh, little bracelet and your gift there, just acknowledging and ask any questions you want, there'll be a pastor there, okay? Let's celebrate and give God all the glory and honor today that he deserves. Let's stand and worship. Till I lay back 
We're so glad that you were here. Stop by and talk to Logan as you're leaving, and we'll see you back here next week. Have a great week.